0: Warning, the following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to The The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media my name is thomas michael clark and this is person of interest these people irrelevant we don't hunted by the authorities we work in secret you'll never find us but victim or perpetrator if your number's up we'll find you We'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 11, titled Super. Yet another very, very, very good episode that is a lot of fun for multiple reasons. So, we start off and we get our opening sequence that picks up right where the last one left off. Uh, Reese got shot by the CIA. Finch was able to get him out with the help of Carter. And the first thing we see is Finch bribing a coroner who doesn't have a medical license, but was a surgeon in another country, to stitch up Reese. So literally, they just, they paid off a coroner to save Reese's life. And so we get that whole thing, Uh, Reese is all healed up, he's alive, he's gonna be fine, Uh, he's just gonna spend this entire episode in a wheelchair. And from then on out, we get essentially a standard person of interest episode, number and all. Uh, this week they're investigating a building super. And we have a couple of great wrenches in the, in the works on this one. We got a couple of Interesting cogs that kind of make this a very unique episode. First off, the roles are very much reversed between Reese and Finch because Reese is in a wheelchair and can't really do much of his normal stuff. So we have Reese sitting on his ass in front of a bunch of computer screens giving tactical, tactical, uh, tactical t- 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 advisement. I can do words. While Finch is out getting in on the action, tailing the number, tailing a uh, major person of interests. Hey! Person of interest. Uh, Like, we get this full reversal of what we normally see from the Reese-Finch dynamic. And it's just really fun to see. It's just really fun to see them... Invert their dynamic. Uh, Both take on the other's roles. Clearly they are very uncomfortable. (laughs) With said roles. Clearly they are not. uh, Particularly. Happy about it. (laughs) Clearly they are not. uh, Very accustomed. To the new roles they've taken on. And it's just really really fun to see them. Like bicker about it throughout the whole thing. But not only that. This episode, and what I love so much about it, is that it's essentially a modernized take on Rear Window. You know, the old Alfred Hitchcock film Rear Window, where Jimmy Stewart's just spying on his neighbors and accidentally sees a murder, and tries to bring the guy who did it to justice? That freaking masterpiece? They basically did that in the person of interest world. Like, you have Reese, like, sitting on his ass, spying on pretty much the entire apartment building. They have, like, they hacked Wi-Fi, accessed all cameras. Did that whole deal. And it was really, really, it, it was like a miniature machine, basically. Uh, which is what Reese brought up, but it's Really freaking fantastic. How they adapt the rear window plotline to the person of interest world. They even do have moments where Reese is in a wheelchair... Looking at his window... Taking pictures. Like, it's way too similar for this to not be a direct homage. Like, they knew what they were doing. Like, they very clearly went in and said, hey... What if we did Rear Window, but Person of Interest? And the results are freaking fantastic. The results are badass. And I especially love this, because anyone who knows me knows I'm a big Hitchcock fan. I love the films of Alfred Hitchcock. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. And I adore Rear Window. Rear Window It's one of his best films. I love that movie so much. Just like the entire population of Earth. Uh, anyone who doesn't like that movie is an idiot. It's so, so good, and just to see that in person of interest land is amazing. And even if this wasn't just, like, a modernized take on Rear Window, the story itself is very, very engaging. So, you, you're you spying on the Super. Here's the new... He, he's the new number. There's a lot of suspicious stuff around him. Like, he's... He's got a gun, he has some, like, photos of one of his tenants in his apartment, like, and just a bunch of other weird-ass shit in there. And so we're like, okay, he's the perpetrator. And this woman he's spying on, uh, she's clearly getting stalked, so... Someone... Someone's not happy with her, someone's very clingy, someone's really, like, just creepily attached to her, and it's looking more and more and more like it's the super. So they focus all their attention on the super, on the super, and it's looking more and more and more like that, uh, it's looking more and more and more and more suspicious, and then, Rug gets pulled out from under us. We find out that the super was actually protecting this woman from the real stalker. This other dude in the building, who they assumed was her boyfriend, but he was not. He was a crazy stalker asshole douchebag man. And now it's just everyone ganging up on this one... Asshole Stalker. We get this great finale where everyone's in the apartment. We have Finch fighting the Stalker. Uh, We have the Super fighting the Stalker. We have Reese on crutches fighting the Stalker. In the most badass moment ever. I swear to God. Every time you think Reese isn't enough of a badass. He becomes more of a badass. And it's amazing. It's so, so good. Uh, But I... I love this entire story. It's so, so amazing. I also love the subplot of (laughs) the security guard who's stealing from the apartments. That one moment where Finch gets caught snooping around the super's apartment. And the super's, like, trying to coordinate with the security guard. The security guard catches Finch. And then Finch is like, hey, you're stealing from these apartments. You let me go. I won't tell the cops about you. And then at the end, they just give in an anonymous tip. They just send in an anonymous tip of the security guard. As they're... uh, As they're cleaning up the whole stalker mess. After the dude just fell, quote-unquote, out the window. After Reese pushed that dude out the window. It's great. Oh, also... Another little fun snag in this. So this entire time, the super just is running his mouth about this outlandish, these outlandish details about his past, like, oh, I had, I was rich, Uh, I had nightclubs, I owned a yacht, I had a pet tiger, (laughs) and then I had to give that all up for my health. And the entire time, they're just like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever, Definitely lying, and then at the end of the episode, it's revealed all of it was true. Every single piece of it was true. He owned nightclubs. He was rich. He had a tiger, and then he became an informant against like the Colombian mafia, and had to go into witness protection. <laughs> it's like, of course, it's true. It, it, it. <laughs> It's so great. Oh, I love this guy. I love this dude so much. He's he's the best. This super is just the most wonderful person. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got a couple subplots going on here. Uh, we have Carter. Now knowing that Finch is just not just a victim, but like is working with Reese. Carter's following that up all while ditching the CIA in the most badass way possible. Damn, like, Carter... I like seeing Super Spy Carter. I like... (laughs) Super Spy Carter is best Carter. That's gonna be the description now. (laughs) Super Spy Carter is the best Carter. But anyway, she eventually catches on to Finch, because Finch let her. He knew that Carter would be tracking... Uh, The number that she had for his alias that he talked to under before. And like falsified location data so he could bring her to the place that he wanted her to be. And then they have this meeting where Carter demands to know like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I need answers. What are you doing? And then Finch is like, okay. See that guy over there? Uh, his name's Derek, his house got foreclosed on, uh, he is dirt poor, and he's about to be involved in a violent crime. I don't know how, but he just will be. And so you see Carter following this dude, like Reese would normally, and then eventually this goes to a bar where the dude pulls out a gun and is about to kill the guy who foreclosed on his home. Carter arrests him and then at that moment Finch calls and is like that's what we do. Best orientation ever. <laughs> I love this subplot. I love it so much. Meanwhile, the entire time the specter of the CIA is hanging over everyone. And the way and the way Finch fixes this is he gets a pill bottle with Reese's fingerprints on it, gives it to Fusco, and is like, hey, take a drive. I hear Connecticut's nice this time of year. And so Fusco drives to Connecticut, drops off the damn pill bottle, and leaves, and the CIA is just diverted to Connecticut. And as if this wasn't enough to densely pack an episode... We have these flashbacks to when Finch and his partner were selling the machine to the government. Were pitching the machine to the government. And they give this government lady a social security number. This leads to a traitor. And then they're like, wait a minute. How did you, how did your machine figure this out? And he's like, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you about this. No way. But it works. And I'm only selling it to you for one dollar. This machine, this advanced AI surveillance system, got sold to the government for one U.S. dollar. Power move. (laughs) Best freaking power move. I love that. I love that so much. And then when Finch and his partner are, uh, are talking about how the machine works, we see the machine flag his partner as a potential risk. Remember, episode two, we found out the dude was dead. I'm just saying, like, not that these two are related. Uh, just putting all the information out there. Do with it what you will. So yeah, whole bunch of shit going on in this episode. Just a lot, like a lot, a lot. Anyway, uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, uh, which I put out over there once a month. Or, if that's going to work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 12. Talk to you then.